You're listening to the Underdog Sports NFL Show with host Chris Horwadell and Mario Hines. Brought to you by Underdog Sports. Each week, Chris and Mario welcome current NFL stars and discuss the biggest news from around the football world. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Underdog NFL Show. Chris Horwadell and Mario Hines here. Mario, how's it going? I am chipper. I'm good. I'm great. We uh, we're getting close to the season. This is uh, this is getting weird. This is getting uh, it's getting exciting. It's strange. I'm seeing clips of football, American football, being played uh, in training camp. I know it, it's crazy. I am so cautiously optimistic that everything <laughs> works out. Every time I start feeling good, like something happens in the world that's like, oh right, this is going to be tougher than I think. You know, today a, a member of the Mets and a, a member of the front office tested positive for coronavirus. It's just it's going to be fascinating to watch how they how they handle the coronavirus issue that they're going to deal with in the NFL this year. Yeah, it's been amazing to see what the NBA has done, and football yeah. obviously is a different thing, and it's going to be scary. I, with one player already, I mean, the NBA has had their their uh, their whole thing with Lou Williams, but still, one NFL player already <laughs> in trouble for not you know keeping the rules and the protocol. So we'll see how this goes. <laughs> I'm sorry to reference to Louis. <laughs> yeah, apparently my cautious optimism is somewhere higher than your uh, tempered optimism. <laughs> but hey, good times. And hey, uh, and if if Lou needs a chicken wing, Lou can get a chicken wing. That's just the way this goes. Let's talk. Uh, no, go ahead. What are you saying? No, I didn't say anything. Sorry. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, I was like wondering. I thought early you were talking to point. someone else. I'm like, did someone walk in the room? No, no. I'm just we're we're just here doing our thing. We're gonna talk about some uh, some NFL season props today. I found all of these over at Bavada Sportsbook. I'm super excited to get into yes. this. And uh, so let's uh, let's do the damn thing, as the kids say. Let's start at the highest level. I'm, I'm kind of torn here. Maybe we'll build up to it. Let's go down to the bottom. Uh, well, I'll pick some random ones here for you because there are a lot of props that that you can pick from over at Bavada. A lot, uh, and there are a lot of them are interesting, and we just don't have the six hours to get through all of them. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about this. Let's talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady's their quarterback now. I'm not sure if you you heard about that. Will the Tampa Bay Buccaneers make the playoffs? Bavada says uh, yes, minus 245, no, plus 180. I mean, take the yes. I can't envision a Tom Brady team not making the playoffs. Something has to happen, even if, and, and, and Rob Gronkowski's on this team, by the way, uh, along yeah. with probably the third best wide receiver in the NFL, maybe the second. Um mm. So there's some things going on. It's not just Tom Brady coming in and making this team a playoff team. They have what it, they have pieces, and and the defense is young, uh, it, but they're they're flying around and nothing better, nothing more helpful for Tom Brady to have than a young defense who are fans of his that are gonna just play at a different level because yeah. he's on your team. So uh, that'll equal a, a, at least a playoff admission. Now what they do in the playoffs still left to be said, but uh, we'll definitely have, book a ticket. Yeah, apparently the big problem Tom Brady's having down in Florida is the quarterback or is the uh, the center is sweating on the football. We've got swamp butt has been the problem from training camp so far in Tampa Bay. 
I mean, it's a new, it's a new legitimate issue coming from New England. <laughs> I mean, I guess, but it's just it's a weird thing to worry about that your quarterback, your center's butt is sweating on the football. Let's talk about Tom Brady's old team, the New England Patriots, mm-hmm. uh, and whether or not they will make the playoffs. Bavada says yes, one minus one eighty five, no plus one forty. Ah, the big thing about about this answer, which is a yes, is that the okay. Patriots still play in the AFC East, and that, that's a fair point. That cannot, you know, go unmentioned. It cannot go unmeasured. And and damn it, they have Cam Newton. And if we are to sit here and really be fans of the of the game of football, we have to understand that Cam Newton is a pleasure to watch. Is is mm-hmm. a top quarterback when he's playing, and now it's Cam Newton with a chip on his shoulder. And we saw something like this before, not necessarily injury uh, provoked, but um, a young man who had to humble himself and uh, end, uh, ended up uh, doing some some pretty big things at a place where uh, no one expected him to do it uh, back in uh, his Auburn days. So you got to bet on Cam, and you definitely bet on the reigning uh, AFC East champion just because probably the muscle memory for every other team in that division is to lose games. So, yeah. Yeah. Allegedly, uh, Josh Allen has looked horrendous so far in training camp. And, you know, I'm I'm a Josh Allen guy, but you got to be able to complete the football. And now you have Stephon Diggs and Stephon Diggs is not going to put up with that. Yeah. You've tried to flip me on Josh Allen and I've, you know, leaned closer <laughs> to respectable you know, language and conversation and dialogue when it comes to him. Um, so, but it does not surprise me that they're struggling. I think that uh, we'd be pretty, pretty overly, I would say, optimistic if we thought that seeing the success he had last season would translate into training camp efficiency. That's not even the, the style of play that he has. So, um, it, I, it's not something I will overly worry about or worry about too much. But it makes sense that mm. he's not completing the ball because he sometimes, more times than not, does not complete the ball. That's a knock on a quarterback. I would say that's a fair knock on a quarterback. <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk about your Detroit Lions, Mario Hines. Uh, let's. This is actually uh, there is there is no line over at Bavada right now whether or not they're going to make the playoffs. They're off the board for the moment because of some uh, some questions surrounding. You can't the post team. a How do you feel about that's the Lions going into the season? <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. That's how I feel. I think it's uh-huh. No, guaranteed you say? It has to be. Here's why. Here's why. Here's why. Matt Stafford. What we saw Matt Stafford doing before the injury, uh, it, it wasn't just Matt Stafford's best year. It was MVP caliber stuff. Um we weren't we did we weren't finishing games and I would like to think that if we're not that good of a team overall based on the moves made by uh by Patricia and gang that we're more of a Patricia team Mm -hmm. and that coupled with what uh, Matt Stafford was doing last year will turn some of those losses into wins and and we can we can hit that the playoffs now our division is no joke uh, but you know I think we 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 can find a way to make it work and we will it's guaranteed uh, wow maybe a little side bet between you and I on that one but (laughs) let's talk about the Cleveland Browns this is the team for the last two years has come in with gigantic expectations because of some flashy offseason moves. Bavada has them, yes, plus 110, no, minus 145. 
Oh, wow. I mean, toss-up almost. And uh, are we still there with this team that it's a toss-up if they make the playoffs? What I, I feel like they— Apparently, uh, apparently uh, Baker Mayfield's been terrible. I mean, who has who ha, who throwing the ball has not been their best, or or has been their best? Um, and I don't know if that's uh, what, Pro Bowler you know. Derek Anderson. <laughs> I'm gonna ride for Baker Mayfield right now in this Cleveland team, and it's the best thing that ever happened to him. Probably that um, they are not in the spotlight right now. We would love, to, hopefully, Nick Chubb and what happened to him isn't something that's going to. Mm-hmm you know, reverberate and and continue to occur throughout the season because it's one of those things where, okay, yeah, not a big deal now, but if it happens too many times, then, you know, it's something to worry about. So um, right now I think I'm (laughs) going to continue my streak of yes. They make the playoffs and the the corner gets turned. That has not gone well for them so far. (laughs) Ever since you have jumped onto the Cleveland Browns might be a good football team bandwagon, they have uh, managed to not live up to your expectations. And it's the thing is that it, it would be so Cleveland Browns of me to think that that would be a reason for uh-huh. me to stop supporting them. But I'm going to trust what I see in the players and the pieces they have, and hopefully the people pushing mm-hmm. the buttons can get it together. And, and, and that's what I'm going to hope. I want to talk about finishing position here, an interesting division in the NFC West. Let's talk about the Seattle Seahawks, a team that just made news for making a gigantic trade with the acquisition of Jamal Adams. Bavada says first, 205, plus 205, second, plus 140, third, plus 270, fourth, plus 600. Where do the Seahawks finish? Okay, so I'm thinking now because as far as it's like contenders, who are they contending with? Um, and yeah. the 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 improvement of the Arizona Cardinals, uh, we have mm-hmm. to and we my have to try MVP to factor sleeper. in. <laughs> that's a whoo, that's a mighty mighty big uh, thing to toss around. You've got uh, the L.A. Rams, who may or may not be um, more than just competent. <laughs> you know, you know. Eh. Um, and then you've got. Who's that fourth team? I'm in my, that's that I'm that I'm uh, losing. That that fourth team, the Super Bowl losing. Ah, yes, San Francisco Forty Nine. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> so when you all things considered, in, in in the Adams pickup, it's going to be really really hard to actually put uh, into words or even imagine how much that impact's going to going to be in their favor and change to get change things and change games for them. But uh, there's some games that they didn't lose last year that they might lose just because of the improvement. Uh, of of all teams so i think we're gonna have to go second if you're putting your money on the line you're going they'll finish second this year which is not uh, a bad thing for the seattle seahawks i can't not do this to you let's talk about finishing position of the detroit lions oh, come on bavada has first plus 450 second plus 450 <laughs> third plus <laughs> 295 fourth minus 115 jeez man the respect the respect first of all my mic cover not a lot detroit lions hallelujah blue so that should let you know that i can't even speak ill of this team <laughs> as i uh-huh. record this show now if i'm thinking about everyone else chicago got worse um i know you think there's and something's Foles, gonna happen i know you think something's gonna happen with that quarterback change and god bless that man under center but 
Uh, Nick Foles is the starting quarterback for Chicago Bears. Not too worried about that. Aaron Rodgers and them right now also mm-hmm. sound like they're horrendous. Um, and so that leaves us and just us, really. Because who respects the Minnesota Vikings? Mm-hmm. I still can't get on the Kirk Cousins bandwagon, even though ever since I've firmly uh, disapproved of him getting money and being the guy, he has uh, been more consistently uh, positive than negative. Um, but that's 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 who I think is the main contender, and we won't be better than them. So I think that we can actually finish second in our division, uh, which goes back to the guarantee okay. – of making the playoffs, I hear I hear the snickers, I hear the giggling, I hear the chuckles, and it's hey, okay. I su- I support you, I support you, and I wish you, you well. You're it's kind of like a special needs kid. I really I hope <laughs> things go well for you. I don't I don't expect they will, but I hope they do. Um, yeah, I guess I guess you're right in that being plus one seventy five, the favorites seem to be the Vikings and. That's just such a weird team, though. I, I don't, I don't know how I feel about the Vikings. It's the, it's like that every year with this team because were they really yeah. that good? Is is always the question you have to ask. Uh, and 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 it's really they hang their hat on um, running the football, which as much as the game has shifts, if you can do it well, you will you will find yourself in games. Um, and, mm-hmm. and and more times than not, they get to the quarterback. Uh, again, will keep you in games, even if all the other stuff looks kind of dingy, shabby. And that's them. So without Stefan Diggs, though, we'll see uh, what happens. We will indeed. Let's talk about the team, the 2020-2021 team, with the most regular season wins. The favorites over at Bavada, Kansas City plus 400, Ravens plus 400, Saints plus 900, 49ers plus 750, Packers uh, plus 22, Eagles plus 15, Cowboys plus 11, Bucks plus 1,000. Who are you putting your money on? I mean, before these injuries, the team that was poised to not trick everyone, but do the thing, the hype <laughs> thing was the Niners. I think coming off the loss, I think they were going to splash, win games, win a lot of games, win a lot of games, win a lot of games. Uh, hopefully mm-hmm. that offense kind of fine-tunes itself and, and figures figures out who um, who's going to catch the passes on a consistent basis. I mean, I, I don't think uh, Depot Samuel will be out too long uh, for it to be, to be that much of a hindrance. Uh, so I'm going to say I'm going to go 49ers here. I think – "Quote unquote," wow. cliche wise, the league catches up to Baltimore as far as wins and loss wise. I think there still will be, um, you know, top contender uh, in the AFC. I think Kansas City kind of cruises, uh, a la you know Chicago Bull reigning champ thing, mm-hmm. uh, and and not too worried about the loss. It's like that type of thing, which you know catches up to you when you're talking about overall wins, not best team. And I think the Niners. You know, chip on your shoulder, but still quality football team will will be the team that gets the most wins. You made a really good point there in that talking about most wins is not necessarily talking about the best football team. There's a lot of factors that go into it, you know, divisions you're playing in and all of that stuff. So it's an interesting thought. Let's uh, this is a fun one. Let's talk about the team with the most regular season losses (laughs) next season. The NFL's worst football team. I'm going to go ahead and say that, that having the most losses makes you the worst team in the league. (laughs) I'm going to go with that, too. (laughs) The the Jacksonville Jaguars, the favorites at plus 250. The Panthers, (laughs) plus 700. Bengals, plus 700. The Washington football team, plus 550. Uh, the Dolphins plus 1,200, even though they have $157 million of starting cornerback. 
the Jets plus twelve hundred. This is uh, where are you going with this? Even and Vegas, Vegas is interesting at plus eighteen hundred. Yeah, I didn't. Th- I didn't think they'd be that bad, but um, me neither. You know, it's 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 interesting because looking at the list, uh, the Washington football team stands out so brightly. What <laughs> saves them, what, which is why I'm not picking them, is again Ron, Ron Rivera is just a guy yeah. that gets guys to play football, and that'll that'll get them some wins that that they have no business getting. So that puts the the onus squarely on the Bengals and the Jaguars, and uh, I really believe that. Uh, that the Bengals will get better, uh, based on based on you know Joey B. That choice is is that draft pick is the the draft pick that changes you know you from being a loser to you know hitting that curve again. And I don't think they want to dip that hard. So I'm really going with Jacksonville and and them not making any decisions to have an identity built towards anything. Still st- sticking with the uh, Minshew and 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 it just it, it, to me it being nothing more than st- getting by, and that's going to get you the most losses this year. So is your expectation that we see Minshew be somewhat exposed in Jacksonville this year? Yeah, I think, I mean, the hype trains really, really left last year. Uh, he yeah. did some things that he just wasn't the worst quarterback in the NFL. And I think when we think about <laughs> Jacksonville, we, we expect them to have the worst quarterback. And so that bailed him out. as Come to, on, you were taking shot after shot at Nick Foles here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Actually, Come when on. he got hurt, it pulled him from... From, it pulled that it made that theory stronger is that like you can't have a good quarterback so Nick Foles of course gets injured when he's a, a some, Jaguar not necessarily that Nick Foles is in that narrative uh-huh put some damn respect on the I'll name put that some guy's respect in the, on Nicky he's Foles, in the man. hall of fame for the most touchdown passes in a single game tied with Peyton Manning and also <laughs> outdueled Tom Brady in the Super Bowl you know what he did wrong that he I'll never forgive him for yeah he transferred from Michigan State okay <laughs> well, that was a that was a pretty stacked Michigan State wide receiver quarterback group at that point. If no, I it was it was the it was the best decision he could have ever made, and it was it was pretty cool that they were all in one uh, meeting room at one time. But no, I think I think we're going with Jacksonville. N- Nick Foles slander aside, yeah. Where do we what do we think of the Panthers here? Because by this logic, they they're tied for the third worst team in the NFL. This is a talk about not putting any respect on the name. Teddy Bridgewater has earned respect. I don't get it. And, and not only is Teddy Bridgewater going to manage the game well, and it's an unfair narrative because he puts up numbers. Um, he doesn't put up the touchdown number, but he puts mm-hmm. up numbers that, that go above and beyond managing. They have the best dual threat, if arguably the best dual threat uh, weapon in football. Yeah. Right now, so until that, he gets hurt, game three, I'm you, predicting that now. You are on that tattoo it on your back. Um, <laughs> he is he's gonna get you wins. That's gonna make something happen. And these young wide receivers are gonna be made better by Teddy Bridgewater. And I think they, they'll be better than than we expect. They won't they won't uh, flounder uh, in, in the what NFC South. They won't be the yeah. the bottom dweller. They won't be the automatic W. Not even not even close. Yeah, it's a tough division, much better than it was last year, especially with the addition of Tom Brady. But right. I, I don't suspect that this is not a team you just you walk in and just roll over. Bridgewater right. is is he the best quarterback in football? No, but he's above average. He's and more importantly, he's a culture changer. Mm. He's one of the good guys in football. He's one of the great leaders in football. And that stuff really matters in football. 
There you go. I couldn't have, couldn't have said it better myself. Culture changer. How about the 2020-2021 player with the most regular season rushing yards? Bavada has the favorite as tied Ezekiel Elliott and Derrick Henry, followed by, oh, sorry, a plus 750. Nick Chubb at plus 800. Uh, Saquon at plus 850. McCaffrey at plus 1100. They clearly don't know about the impending injury. Dalvin Cook, plus 12, uh, all the way down to, well, I think it's safe to say the Darius Geist bet at plus 8,000 is, it would be a losing bet at this point. <laughs> no, I think, um, I mean, I think we see a, a, an incredible shrinkage, uh, in, in Derrick Henry's numbers, uh, and rightfully Agreed. so it should be, it should be, it should be schem- by scheme mm-hmm. and they should, should definitely conserve him and, and try to win ball games without the overload. Uh, so I'm going to lean towards, you know, Dalvin Cook hasn't been, hasn't stayed healthy for me in, in all the years he's been in the league that I wanted to be a fan of his. Um, mm-hmm. But Saquon Barkley is poised to um, to do what he does best. Uh, and I think he'll do that. And I think he'll claim the title this year. I'll tell you what, and uh, Nick Chubb has got a really good opportunity in Cleveland, assuming that the concussions don't become a recurring problem. He is in an offense with you know, with head coach Kevin Stefanski that is made for what he does well. He should see a giant uptick, which is scary because he had a ton of carries last year. He's going to get all the carries he can handle, and Kareem Hunt's going to get all the work he can handle as well in that offense. But I think Chubb is uh, Chubb would probably be my pick to, for the rushing yards leader this year. That w- that would be my guy, but I the that protocol thing is so iffy. The the concussion yeah. protocol thing, I couldn't. Couldn't put the folks, good folks' money on it. Well, you're looking at this list in front of you as well. Give me somebody who is uh, lower on the list but is an interesting bet for you. I think Le'Veon Bell's always interesting. I know it's easier to write him off because of what he does uh, off the field, but mm. but I didn't see anything physically outside of lack of interest, maybe getting himself acclimated that showed me that he still couldn't be a, a top Rusher in the league. Um, who else am I looking at? Do we do we think uh, do we think David Johnson is done? I I can't consider David Johnson a top runner, and 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 I I get the respect over time, but it's over. I agree. I, yeah. If you're saying it's over, I agree with you. If you're not, I firmly disagree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's some weird picks here. Like I don't I don't see how there's a chance that Raheem Mostart has more rushing yards than. You know that he's tied with Aaron Jones somehow. Yeah, I don't true. think he probably doesn't beat Lamar Jackson, no. honestly. Uh, and some of these other guys also like, like I don't. I, I think David Johnson's over the hill, but he's going to get a ton of carries. Uh, so he's he's going to put up some yards. He, he's I would I would say that he's going to have more yards this year than Mostert is, who it might be the. You know he's a rotation running back in right. in San Francisco. Le'Veon's fascinating because you never know what Le'Veon you're going to get, and that's Le'Veon's becoming like the the NFL version of Elvis. There's skinny, there's skinny <laughs> Le'Veon and fat Le'Veon. And it's just, you don't know who you're going to get on any given day. And it's probably going to die on a, probably going to die on a toilet. But <laughs> also, um, I think, I think Kareem Hunt's always an interesting name. Yeah. People forget how good Kareem Hunt is. He, you know, there was an argument to be made that for, you know, a 15 month period, he was the best running back in football in Kansas right. city. Right. I agree. And, I agree. And what a what a fun way to start. I I remember watching that game, Hunt's first game with the Chiefs, and his first like his first carry was a fumble, 
and he ends up going to set the single season like all-purpose yards lead uh, record for, <laughs> for running backs in a year. Like that's why football is so much fun. Yes, yes, and he he's fun to watch. About, and I think he has a chip too. If you want to talk about a chip, oh for sure. They've apparently been he's been spending a lot of time in the wide receiver room. They they think he might be uh, useful in the slot for them in in uh, Cleveland this year. So they're going to get him on the field. There's no question. And then he's going to get himself a nice contract after that. The last guy we're going to talk about before we get out of here. How do you feel about your Detroit Lion, Detroit Lion, Carryon Johnson? I think Carryon's nervous. I mean, the the, the reports here um, on the local news is is that Swift is 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 looking great. Um, he he had an opportunity to work with Matt Stafford uh, in Georgia privately. Um, obviously, being mm. coming from the same school, so that leg up uh, has to make uh, Carryon bite his nails a little bit. I'm sure he's healthy, which is a positive. It's a matter of staying healthy. But he's already splitting carries, so who knows what that's going to do with his mental and how he even uh, approaches you know, his in-game carries. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. And, I, I mean, I guess this list hasn't been updated for a minute since Geis is still on it. But to not include Swift was, seemed like a weird oversight for Bavada. Yeah, yeah, strange because he's definitely uh, in, in the rotation to be the guy. It's, 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 just, it's happening. Agreed. All right, well, uh, that's, uh, I guess, episode one of our preseason picks. We'll be back to do another one next week, uh, as well as our regular show where we're going to rank the safeties. We're finally finishing our positional rankings, and it timed out pretty darn well, and it, that was a complete accident. We did not time this. Complete accident. But that's going to be it for this week's show. For Mario Hines, I'm Chris Horwood. We thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.